0: Welcome to the Caris Cures show where we explore the cutting edge of wellness. So this is the time of year that we're kind of feeling the winter blues. And I also want to thank the Center for Advanced Reproductive Services because uh, they are sponsoring this episode. We appreciate that. I'm here with Dr. Jennifer Stagg, who is the owner of the Whole Health Wellness Center in Avon. And we're talking
1: about... SAD, which is, some people are like, SAD, oh, that's a made-up thing. It's not a made-up thing, right? Oh yeah, no, for sure. It's like legit, there's a Yale Center that studies this, and it's an issue in our area, in our northern climate, right, so if you live in Florida, you really don't have any experience with SAD, <laughs> but up here, for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay, so there are things that we can do. I mean, I guess basically, let's talk about what it is first. It's actually biological, like your serotonin, because we're not getting as much light at this time of year, your serotonin
1: starts to dip in some people? Yep, exactly, so you've got it. So because of light cues and temperature cues, your DNA actually gets expressed a little bit differently in the winter, and that can affect the neurotransmitters, and primarily serotonin, for people who have seasonal affective disorder. But, you know, I would say Uh, The studies say like 5% of people have seasonal affective disorder, which is still a lot of people. But 90% of people in our northern climate will experience changes in mood, their energy, their motivation. It might not be full-blown seasonal affective disorder, but it's enough that it's like having some impact on your life.
0: Right, and I remember from doing the interviews at the Yale Center that they said seasonal affective disorder is like you would have clinical depression, but just in that time of year. People can really, it can affect them. You can gain a lot of weight, Yeah, you can have bad problems with your relationships. And then when it's over, even if your mood comes back up, if you've put on 20 pounds and had all these issues, like that can be a serious thing that's gonna affect you the rest of the year. So you wanna take action and get this treated, right? For sure, yeah.
1: And the Yale Center is very supportive of light therapy as a treatment for it. So it doesn't necessarily mean medication right away. So a lot of times people are kind of like scared of having like a psychiatric diagnosis, but um, there are treatments that are natural that you can start with. Yeah, so that's one of
0: the main reasons we brought you on is you have a light box, and I was happy to see that uh, when I, because I follow you on Facebook, that you were putting this out, and I go, oh, that's the one that I bought. Yeah. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about how we use a light box and how it has to be the right kind to matter.
1: Right, so for light boxes, it needs to have like a certain amount of what's called luck. So for seasonal effectiveness, disorder the research has shown 10,000 lux and again you know like a lot of our population, we maybe don't need as strong or as long amount of light as that, but for seasonal affective disorder, that's the amount of light. So this box, I don't know if we can... It's a Verilux,
0: and I'm going to try and turn it on. It might mess with our cameras. Okay, there we go. So, it, you know, it's very bright. In fact, we did a little experiment. There's an app that you have to just test um, that you can put on your phone to see, are yeah. you really getting 10,000 lux? And I thought, what about these big studio lights that are so bright? And they were only, um, you know, maybe yeah, like, like 400 yeah, at one so it's point. Not Nowhere okay. near what we need. Right. Um, so if you have something like this and it just turns off, there's different settings. Um, so show us for those who uh, for those who are listening. We'll describe this. But if you're sitting here and you're watching this, how how, how do we use this? Yeah.
1: So first of all, you don't want to look straight in. And- into the light so you would have it sort of like off to the side and you'd want to use it first thing in the morning so ideally before 8 a.m but if you get up later it's not working you just want to get it like as early as you can in the morning and then you can like work on your computer you can read you could um, you know do your makeup or whatever and you just have this light Close enough to you that you're getting that light, bright light exposure. Mm -hmm. So, so some people will like maybe drink their
0: coffee right by it. Yeah, you you don't have to just sit there and look at it
1: it just needs to be around you for sure yeah so it's just like it's within your vicinity but you're getting enough of that light exposure but you do have some people have to be careful so people who have eye conditions they should like check with their doctor diabetes because of the risk of like eye problems and diabetes and people over 65 as well um, and then the other caution would be patients who have bipolar disorder, they should definitely check with their psychiatrist. It's not they can't use it, but they really should check because okay. it could cause you to be, like, too energetic, too hyper, basically. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, so if you're over 65, you don't just use a light box? To... Well, so you should just check. Because just because when you're over 65, you're at a higher risk of having some eye problems. And again, this is like extremely cautious. Like, yeah. like it, they probably can use it, but they should check with their doctor.
0: Okay. But don't waste your money on the internet if you're just buying any old one. They don't have to be super expensive, but you want to make sure you're looking for 10,000 lux. Yes, yeah, for sure. And this one, again, um, this is the one that Dr. Stag uses herself. It's V E R I L U X. You got this. Uh, it's on sale on Amazon for about sixty bucks. Yeah. when it wasn't so, on sale, like, it's about eighty bucks. Right, but, so pretty inexpensive, right? Like, and they last for a long time. This is actually the one that I ended up getting. It's sh- you know shipped in Prime, and I've had it for a couple of years. Um, I was. I need to get back into this, but just a little suggestion if people are wondering how to use it. If you're working out at all in the morning or even doing any little stretching, I just kind of left this on the floor by the yoga mat, and I was like, okay, let me do like five minutes of yoga, and it (laughs) was right there, so let's talk about that. Exercise is also something, um, I know when you're feeling low in the morning, especially, it can be hard, but exercise actually can really help us
1: with sad. Definitely, that can really help to boost your mood, and ideally getting outside, too, if you can, because then you're getting some additional light exposure, and you're just you know outside it's a change in scenery but like anything helps obviously so whatever you can work into your day is going to be a benefit but yeah, when you're feeling like low energy and low motivation, it's really hard to get yourself going, but it will make a difference. Even a
0: few minutes, like yeah. just do some jumping jacks in right. the morning. Yes. A minute or two of something to yep. just get your blood pumping can turn it on.
1: Yeah, for okay. sure.
0: Okay. So um, if you wanted to do some supplements, um, there are some things, especially if we live in New England, yes. we all tend to be a little deficient in vitamin D. I've done numerous reports on this. There's just, mm-hmm. even if you're taking a multivitamin, we, we tend to be low in vitamin D here, right? Yeah,
1: big time, so most of the patients that I test who are not taking any vitamin D will come out like full out deficient, like I had a patient, I'm looking at her lab work this morning, her level is 13, another patient level is 17, and like 20 is the cutoff, really it should at least be over 30, but ideally we look for ranges more kind of like around 60, Okay. so you can get, it's a simple blood test, so you can go to your doctor and they can order a blood test and make sure you're taking enough vitamin D to get your levels up where they need to be.
0: So in typical you want to make sure you're getting a nice pure vitamin D Uh, this one you actually sell at your place Um, but you know, just uh, this as non-GMO, they're not very expensive, vitamin D, right? Yeah, it's pretty no, easy. Yeah, It is
1: pretty easy, widely available, pretty okay.
0: And I'm actually turning the wrong one. Yeah. Okay, do, this, yeah. They these, they yeah.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, so this is a 2,000 unit dose, and that's a pretty standard dose. Some people though, there's genetics involved in this as well. Even your weight makes a difference. So a lot of my patients, we may need to use 5,000, but again, that's done under, like, testing.
0: Okay, so, yeah. you, so and, you don't want
1: to just go out and start on 5,000 because it is a fat-soluble vitamin, you could get too much of it. So you do want to, like, start and see at where least, you are. Yeah, if you're not going to test, 2,000 should be fine. So, you know, I think a lot of doctors are testing for
0: it now, but still some are not if you're not asking for it, right? right yes, yeah, so you might just have to ask, like, please, can I have a vitamin D test? Uh, yeah. <laughs> And, and, you know, I know that in some and in the traditional MD world, they might not put as much stock in this, but in the naturopathic world, it's a very important um, supplement that we can take. And if you, you'll, you'll notice how you feel, if, you, yeah, if you feel
1: better and you're getting
0: more energy, then it can help.
1: Yeah. yeah. And some patients notice a huge difference right away, even taking vitamin D. And like even a though, week th- to week Yeah, days. like a week in, they're noticing a difference, even though their levels might not even actually be up to where they need to be. It's making a difference. So. What about kids? Should, should kids take it too? Yep, yeah, a little bit of vitamin D, not as much for a child, obviously, but even like babies who are breastfed, that is something that pediatricians will routinely say, this baby needs to take vitamin D, right? Like from-
0: I do you know, remember saying in. that. I do remember getting that advice that if you're nursing, the baby's probably not gonna eat enough vitamin D because yep. we tend to be yeah, deficient. Yeah, exactly, yep. um, and uh, so that, so vitamin D, easy to get, not expensive, you can try that, um, try and get your level, and which is pretty easy to get, if yeah. you just ask the doctor, you're gonna get that level. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure.
0: What are some other supplements that you would add?
1: Yeah, so other things that we think about to help boost mood and energy levels are omega-3 fatty acids, so you can take that in a supplemental form. You can also get that from food. If you're taking it from a supplement, obviously you're gonna get like a higher dose consistently because most people aren't eating like fish every day to mm-hmm. get it. A- enough omega-3s. Magnesium is another really great supplement that can help with energy and mood too. And then um, when people are more severely depressed and actually like diagnose the seasonal affective disorder, then as a naturopathic doctor under a treatment plan, we may consider what I would say like a little bit higher level intervention where we're using a supplement called 5-HTP. And that's an amino acid that's a precursor for serotonin. If that patient, like you, should everybody shouldn't just go out and start taking five HTP because um, if you were on a medication that increases serotonin, like SSRI's, uh, that could lead to problems where you have too much serotonin and that can actually cause a big problem. So that's something you really should do more so under guidance from a physician.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, if you, can you experiment with five HTP if you're not on any antidepressants, like you're just not taking medication, you're saying, okay, I want to try five HTP. And can you do that? So if you're
1: not on any medication, then that could be something that you could try. And
0: what would you start at?
1: Like I would probably start more like 50 milligrams dose. And then go up yeah. from there. And often people are, they might not even know they're actually taking 5-HTP if they're taking supplements that are for sleep. A lot of the over-the-counter sleep formulas have 5-HTP in there. So sometimes patients come into me and they're on antidepressants and they bring in what they're taking. I'm like, oh, you can't t- like stop taking this because it could accumulate and cause a serotonin syndrome.
0: Okay, and, and, and serotonin syndrome is when we have too much of it. What would some of the symptoms be?
1: Oh, you could get, like, well, it could be very severe, and you could, you know, um, have extreme fatigue. Like, you could barely get out of bed, problems with your muscles. It could be something that will lead to hospitalization.
0: Okay, so you got to be careful. That, I mean, the supplements, uh, a lot of people think, okay, whatever, but we, right. we don't, this is why you can go to a naturopathic physician um, or someone who's an expert in integrative medication and know that. Um, right, how,
1: what can be used together.
0: And what and what can't, okay. Yeah. So the one thing that could be safe, uh, or not the one thing, but the many things that could be safe um, for anyone, though, is what we eat.
1: Yes, absolutely. So okay. food is always, like food is medicine, right? So right. how you eat makes a difference. And even generally for patients who are depressed or dealing with anxiety, but especially for depression, the some of the thinking about depression is, um, and studies are showing that it can be an inflammatory state in the brain. So your diet can influence that, and there are are some research studies that have shown that diet can increase the risk of depression. Mm -hmm. Um, So if your diet is more inflammatory, which means like a lot of sugar, saturated fat, um, really you want to shift to more of like a Mediterranean style diet and that can help Like improve your mood. So if you're eating a lot of fast
0: food, besides that we know it's not that so healthy for you, right. food is mood. It could yeah. actually be causing you to have more anxiety and more depression yeah. from the inflammatory things yes. in the foods that come quick and convenient and in yeah.
1: boxes and all that. Yeah, absolutely, and most people think about like, Fast food being bad for your cardiovascular system, but as I said, it's now known that it can affect your nervous system and your brain function.
0: So if it's bad for your heart, it's bad for your brain, right? So it's a little bit... A little bit to think about it so we can go one step at a time like uh, breakfast you having some eggs or things like a little banana and a smoothie right eggs and banana are good for serotonin yeah
1: so the foods that we have here are foods that can help boost production of serotonin and this would be safe you know we were talking about 5 HTP for patients who are taking SSRIs people who are taking these SSRIs um, it's okay to eat these foods so we wouldn't want them on a like the 5hTP supplement which is a precursor for serotonin but they can indeed like eat these foods that can boost serotonin production so even if you're on a plant-based diet there are a lot of foods that can also boost serotonin so some of the foods that we have here Let's see. So chickpeas Chickpeas are great source of um, protein. What about just hummus? If you don't eat the chickpeas on your, you can put them on the salads. But if you're having hummus, that will work too. Yeah, absolutely. That would be totally fine. And then nuts and seeds are going to be great as well. Flax seeds, um, walnuts. These are also a good source of omega threes too. So that's another dietary source we're getting that like brain. What, what's there. an easy
0: way to get those? I know you're a busy mom, you've yep. got kids, mm-hmm. you're a doctor. I mean, yeah. those of us who are living kind of that regular life of being busy, like what would yeah. be an easy way to incorporate the, the nuts and seeds more?
1: Yeah, so that's actually like an easy snack to bring with you, right? So you're probably not going to bring flax meal with you, but <laughs> <laughs> you can take like nuts in your bag, right? Yeah. Like a whole bag, just put it in yeah. there and take and, a handful. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. So you can have, bring your bag of nuts around. That can be your healthy snack, right? Um, Um, And then like if you were doing a smoothie, like a lot of people now do smoothies, you could put flax meal in your smoothie. So you wanna get the flax meal, not flax seed. You wanna have it already ground. Oh, Okay, so if you got flax, I actually, this is a good question because I have both in my cupboard. Yep. And i thought, oh, flaxseed, I can just sprinkle that on too. Yeah. No, you don't really break it down very well. It's really hard to like digest that, so you're basically going to pass that. Okay, out. so get it broken down <laughs> you so your body it, can yeah. actually use it. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: that you can sprinkle on yogurt or sprinkle yeah. on salads or right. put it in a smoothie. You just sprinkle totally. it on things. Yeah. So
1: like a busy person, if they're having like a Greek yogurt in the morning, they could actually like dump a little bit of flaxseed on there.
0: How much? Tablespoon, teaspoon? Yeah, tablespoon. Okay. Yep. And the same thing about nuts. I know we've also done lots. The stories with you about, especially after you get to a certain age, about not getting, mm-hmm. you know, keeping our weight under right. control. So yeah. you don't want to eat a, ga- a bag of walnuts in the day. No. So like, what's a serving be, size? Yeah. So
1: a serving size of walnuts would be like 8 to 10 walnuts. Okay. So if you're someone who struggles with portion control, you might not want to, like, take that whole bag in your purse. Yeah. <laughs> you would just measure some out, like, in a little Ziploc bag and have it, like, ready to go. But 8 to 10 walnuts, it doesn't seem like a lot, but that's enough to actually be a
0: precursor to serotonin. Yeah,
1: Absolutely. Wow, okay. Um, And then tofu? Yeah, tofu, great source. So a lot of people, especially in January, are on plant-based diets, right? That they're starting out the year on a plant-based diet, or they've even switched, like a lot of, I have a lot of patients that come in during COVID, right? That they have um, changed their diet, they're eating a lot more plants, they're avoiding meats, and they can still get all these benefits of serotonin in that way. So tofu, little harder to do if you're gonna do tofu, but you could also use soy milk, so you could use soy milk. So in your soy products. Shape.
0: Tofu is soy, essentially. Yeah, yeah. And and I know you. I notice you've got the Bridge tofu that's made right in Connecticut, and it's nice and firm. And yep. if people are thinking oh, I don't like the texture. Right. That one's this nice is, and firm. This is what
1: I always tell patients here to get is try the Bridge tofu because it's like cooks really well. And, and people wonder to how to with. do it.
0: I remember we had a chef on the show who just literally marinated it the same way you would chicken with like olive oil and vinegar and salt and pepper and oregano he's like you can do it just like your yeah. typical
1: Italian season like, I know we exactly. can do lots of things but people go
0: what do I do with this tofu right yeah
1: <laughs> so you can just add it like to a stir- fry right yeah. instead of adding chicken you put tofu in there instead. Okay. or you can cook it separately and just like cook it in olive oil or sesame oil a lot of times you use sesame oil and that gives that more like nutty flavorful
0: and super fast meal because you yes. I
1: mean you could technically eat it without cooking it yeah, right and right. so, if so you're you just heat it up you're good. Yeah absolutely.
0: Okay so then um, soy milk there's so much controversy about drinking soy milk especially Mm -hmm. as women you hear women saying I can't have soy I can't have soy I don't want to raise my risk of breast cancer. Yeah
1: yeah so there's not a lot of really reliable research that says that Um, and there have even been clinical studies where they enroll women with breast cancer to eat soy products so the research on that is not very legitimate. When it comes to soy though, I always tell patients to make sure they're eating organic soy so it's not genetically modified. And trying to eat it more so in the forms that are traditionally eaten throughout Asia. So tofu, soy milk would be fine. Edamame. Mm-hmm. A lot of the you know fast food soy, manipulated type of soy, I tend to tell people to avoid that for many reasons. But it's better to stick with the yeah. traditional sources. When
0: you mean fast food soy, you mean like all those new like uh, plant based yeah, Dunkin' like Donuts sandwiches or yeah, whatever. Like I don't the,
1: think that's great for us.
0: That's all just processed food. Also, it
1: is. It's totally processed food. It's going to be loaded in sodium. A lot of the soy is not organic, and most of of those products so I tend to have people just like stick with what works right yeah the well tofu is traditional you know, stuff. great um, easy meal and inexpensive yeah, too yeah. and tempeh is another one that's tempeh. easy so it's uh, it, like you'd find it just where you would find this I've seen t- it tofu. but I don't know what to do with
0: it so I've never <laughs> yeah, bought so it So <laughs> it just looks
1: like a rectangular brick and you would just chop it up and put it in with what you know your stir fry or whatever it's more dense and nutty Okay. Yep. So that's a great way.
0: Um, you know, if you're doing meatless Mondays, or, or again, if we're just trying to boost some mood, um, then we can do. It. How long does it take with food to notice that anything's changing? And yeah. I know it's not just like, oh, I had a banana, I'm better, but right. I mean, people sometimes can get pretty low and they Mm want to know that, how do I know if it's working?
1: Yeah, so I would say, like, if you are feeling pretty, very low, you should definitely talk to your doctor, first of all. Because one thing is that maybe you don't even have seasonal affective disorder or, like, the true, like, winter blues. Like, you could have a thyroid problem, you could be anemic, so you need to figure out, like, what you actually have, like, Mm -hmm. legitimately. And then, depending on how severe it is, like, maybe you really need to use, like, the light box and dietary changes. So if it was pretty severe, a diet alone is probably not going to correct it because it really is stemming from those like changes in the light cues. Okay. So this is like, I would say the food would be an add-on and the light box would be a primary
0: But simple tool. way, you have your light box where you're having the coffee in the morning, and then maybe you make um, some eggs or oatmeal with banana. So oats are good, banana's yes. good. We gotta yeah. be careful. You I do know have bananas. To be careful. <laughs>
1: Everybody all those other weight loss segments we do, so we got to be careful with bananas. Right. So bananas are a good source of like um, serotonin boosting um, ingredients. But you do have to be careful because it really has a high glycemic index. So I wouldn't like start eating a banana every morning when you wake up, but you could slice up a little banana and maybe put it in with your smoothie, have combine, it with some peanut butter, yeah, like combine it with protein and fat, and then you're gonna buffer the effect of that sugar in there,
0: yes, okay. Yeah. so, that's important for people to know when they're having sugar, like, just don't have it on an empty stomach. It can yeah. really make us. That's another thing. If you have any issues, sensitivity to sugar, you know, mm-hmm. which we soft often in the afternoon, you feel low, you grab some sugar, you grab some caffeine. Yeah. That roller coaster can also mess with your moods, right? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, it does for sure. It takes you, like, high and low. You just never feel this, like, consistent mood. Yeah. So there's a
0: lot of research I would say uh, that I was reading that just even even if you're not diabetic, but if you have some insulin issues, which mm-hmm. most of us, I guess, might uh, in, yeah. in America, with the way we eat, yep. that it, that up and down of your insulin causes problems like depression and anxiety. For like sure. just stabling your blood sugar, stabilizing your blood sugar yep. will make a di- big difference in yeah, your mood. Yeah, because
1: the elevated insulin also is inflammation. It causes inflammation, it affects your brain, it affects your entire body.
0: So I, uh, as long as we're on that topic, I know um, a lot of doctors will look and say, you're fine. Um but naturopathic doctors have different numbers of what they want to see right right w- What's your goal if you're if people are wise enough to look at their uh fasting glucose level, what do you want to see?
1: yeah, so for fasting glucose like in order for it to be flagged as abnormal, it'll be a hundred before you'll see anything and then diabetes is a hundred and over a hundred and twenty five so we look at that a little bit differently as you said. So we're more looking for a range about 80 to 90. So even if you're in, like 95, I wouldn't give that patient a pass. And usually patients you know, are happy to hear that. They wanna know what can I do to help out with like weight management. And that would be a, like a kind of like a, a red flag where okay. we would wanna start working on dietary habits for sure.
0: Like maybe th- those are the types of people that might be, uh, you can catch it early and not have diabetes. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, and we would also order an insulin test. So that's not something that's typically done like with your primary, like your annual physical. Usually never you would see an insulin test on there. So that's something you could ask for. It needs to be a fasting insulin level. Again, the lab range, it won't say it's abnormal until it's 17, and we use five as a cutoff. So if you're coming in and your level is like 10, that's insulin resistance. And so then you, again, like, Core is dietary changes, but then there may be supplements that we're recommending as well.
0: Okay. All right. So, uh, and we took a little bit of a detour on blood sugar, but it's all related, <laughs> it right? Yeah, it's just,
1: absolutely. It is all related.
0: It's all related. Um, and what other good foods do you have over there? Beets.
1: Yeah. So beets, another serotonin booster. And then we also have um, fish. So like I have tuna here. Uh, but any sort of fish you can use, and that helps to boost serotonin. And then we don't have here poultry. It's kind of hard to bring yeah, into. We, we, <laughs> we don't want the poultry laying out morning. too long under the hot lights. Yeah. Uh, the tuna's in a jar, uh, which it's interesting,
0: because I, I, I'm not a big fan of tuna fish in a can. I'd eat it in a steak, yeah. but I've actually never seen it in a jar.
1: Yeah. I'm sure that that's a healthier version of tuna, right? right. Tuna fillets in yeah. olive oil by Tonino? Yep, yeah, so it's a little more expensive, but it's like packed in glass and Sustainable and a great source to get omega 3s as well. So it doesn't always like that's an easy way to get like fish because sometimes patients are saying or people are saying that they, you know, don't want their house to smell like fish. They don't want to, don't know how to cook fish. Like you could eat. Tuna, it can be more right?
0: economical, too, when you do the supplements or that tuna fish, right? Because mm-hmm. really good fish, if we go to that thing where I know you guys would prefer us not to have the wild caught and the not farm-raised salmon, right. and then you go in there and it's like $25 a pound in yes. whole foods. So right. it, getting the omega-3s, and that's something that um, all of us, including our kids, if you've got kids with attention and learning mm-hmm. issues, I know with ADHD, yeah. omega-3s are super important. Yeah,
1: critical. Like, to the developing brain, omega-3s are really important, that's another supplement that I. Would would like always recommend for kids as well.
0: Okay, so um, it's, it's a whole holistic thing of if you're having SAD. Is there a test you can take that you recommend? There's so much stuff on the internet, but how do you know um, if you're self-evaluating if you have SAD?
1: Yeah, it's kind of tricky, so because it really is a medical diagnosis to say that you have SAD. And you really, most, most people, like 90% of the population in northern climates will have some degree of energy change, mood changes, motivation changes, but if you're actually clinically depressed and then it lifts in the summer, like, resolves completely, that's pretty much diagnostic of sad. You just say, I know I feel lower ta- energy. Yes, yeah, yeah. so you talk to your doctor about it and um, you know, tell them the pattern, and then they would do a little kind of questionnaire about like other symptoms that you're having. Um, what is
0: this? This is one thing we didn't talk about. This is Lavella?
1: Yeah, so this is something. So this is where I would you know, we try these more lower level interventions and this actually is a really safe supplement to use. It doesn't interact with any prescription medications that patients may be taking for depression or anxiety and it's it's la- concentrated lavender oil. It's from Germany. It's actually been clinically studied to help with anxiety in a double blind controlled study and compared to SSRIs. Oh. And worked just as effectively. And worked. What about CBD? Yeah, so CBD, um, I have a lot of experience using CBD with patients, and some patients are good responders, some are not going to respond at all, some are in the middle. I don't think it's necessarily one of those game changers for a lot of people, but I have had patients that it has worked really well, more so for anxiety. So, you know, it's something to consider trying. Um, Some patients don't do well on it at all. Okay, so you you have to just determine. And there's some genetics with that too, where some people it's like basically, like it's bad for them really, they shouldn't be using
0: it. Okay, and that's a whole other, we probably don't have time Mm -hmm. in this broadcast, (laughs) but you actually do DNA testing sometimes to rule out. Um, And that's something if you are gonna go on any medications, I know it's coming a little bit more common, they will actually do some DNA testing to say, you're a fast metabolizer of this, we're not gonna put you on that, you're better with this. So great that we can, but these are just some simple things again. So we've got the light box, We've got you can totally safe to experiment with doing some vitamin D get that level up and then of course foods safe yeah. for everyone absolutely yeah. Uh- And tell everyone if they wanna come to you. I know that you treat a lot of people in Connecticut. Maybe you treat people also uh, virtually by just telephone. Um, How do people get in touch with you?
1: Yeah, so our practice is located in Farmington. It's called Whole Health Wellness Center. And we have other naturopathic doctors as well. So I'm like, I'm pretty busy. So (laughs) it's often hard to get an appointment with me, but our other doctors are trained just the same as I am. And so, um, you know, you just call up our office. You can go through this website here, drstagg.com as well. And Stag that with two Gs. Take, yep. <laughs> and that could take you into the clinic website. And, and you follow can on, on. A,
0: at Stag. So Stag. Uh, so these are great. You know, I just like I said, it was really interesting when I saw on Facebook you had the same light box. I'm like, oh, good, I guess I bought the right one. <laughs> 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 because I, I do know when I went to Yale, they had some prescription ones. Sometimes the doctor can even write your prescription. It might be covered. But yep. those were quite large and cumbersome. Yeah. So this one is nice if you just want to experiment. Yeah, um, I think
1: like technology has just improved. And so now they can pack it into a smaller, more portable unit. So this is something you could take in your bag, right, if you're traveling yeah. over the holidays. Like people really do well with these lights. So you can just take it with you. you Dr. To. Jennifer Stack, thank
0: you so much for enlightening us about SAD, And I hope you all can. Have a great day. Take some of these tips and uh, just be well. Thanks.